Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Stronghold. My name is Sean, and I am your all-powerful DM. Before we jump back into that action, though, let's check in to see what happened last week. Hey guys, Freddy here. Last episode, we woke up from being beaten and robbed by these mysterious characters, and they wanted the rest of the gold that brought us here, so I had to dive back in the well and retrieve it for them. As they were leaving, Draman tried to fight to get his armor back. Lost miserably. And uh, we weren't much help either. We were pretty beaten up. After that, Draman got super depressed. Didn't want to move, didn't want to do anything, didn't even want to live for that matter. So Thomas had a great idea to start smacking him with a stick to get him to start moving. And uh, I just turned my back. That was terrible. I was I should have been a much better friend than that. And um, yeah, uh, we tried a couple more things. And finally, I gave a speech that was actually pretty great. And yeah, got everybody moving. We went through the woods and found this beautiful blue lake with a homestead. And Thomas went to go check it out and found a couple of cool things, but no people. So we're about to go check it out. So what are you going to do? All right. I'm just going to walk back to the center of the little compound area. Stealth or no stealth? No stealth. I'm just going to walk right up to him. Okay. Hello? You do not get a response. Hello? I'm going to start laughing. I'm going to walk up to the barn and look around there. Uh, The barn looks like it's only made to hold maybe six or eight animals. And up above, there's a small hayloft. And out behind the barn, there is a sort of roofed over section with walls on two sides that holds yet more hay on one side and then a mountain of firewood on the other side. But it is not currently occupied by man or beast. Is there like a path from the house into the woods or is it still just the same type of woods? You notice that there are no paths. It looks equally wild in every direction, including from this small cluster of buildings to that one uh, set much further away, somewhat up the opposite slope. Hmm. I'm going to go to the unfinished building and look around in it. So you get there, and it's on the larger side, about the size of the barn. And it's not unfinished. It's just not finished quite so well. It doesn't have the same detail. And there is a small window in the door, and when you look in, you see that there are a number of workbenches lining the walls with tools hung above them with the greatest care. And on the top of these benches, some are clean, some are covered with stuff, and all sorts of projects, it looks like, are going on, from very delicate metalwork to scribing to woodwork. Just a whole bunch of different projects. Any of it gold or silver? You think you see some silver over on the, the fine work. I'm going to try the door. It opens. All right, I'm going to just walk in and take it. You walk in, and on the bench in front of you, there is what looks like a very recently completed ring. And in that ring is set a very small pinkish-red stone. The band itself is quite fine, but looks sturdy nonetheless. And other than that, there are shavings of silver and small silver ingots and 
what looks like all of the stuff necessary to make fine jewelry. An array of tiny little tools and a tiny crucible to heat the metal in. I'm just going to take the ring and... Is there anything else of, that would stand out to me? Uh, in, in terms of things of value? Yeah, like besides the... There's the ring and then the ingots of silver. There is a very fine woodsman's axe uh, set up on the sort of the far wall from where the door was. It looks just especially well cared for. It's old, you can tell, and it's worn in, but finely polished and finely carved handle with uh, a simple functional head that looks extremely sharp. And then on the scribing desk, there are a number of books beneath. And you know, books are hard to come by and frequently valuable. Beyond that, those are probably the three things that stand out the most as items of potential value. So I'm going to take the ring, take the axe, and I'm going to thumb through the books to see if I can uh, tell if it's in the same language, like the same language that... Uh, was an Eideron. Can you read? Thomas actually can. He's just very slow reader. He has to mouth out a lot of the words. Okay. <laughs> uh, so as you're thumbing through the book, you see that most of the pages are actually occupied with sketches or paintings. And some of the sketches and paintings are somewhat rudimentary. Others look very good. You can see as they progress from the front to the end, they're getting better. And every so often are interspersed lines of this script that you don't understand. Uh, you've never seen letters like these. Not in Eideron, not in Oathwind's Sparrow. These are new. I'm going to leave the books for And then I'm going to go try the front door of the house. Are you knocking or are you going to open it? I'm just going to. It opens. Inside is a short hallway. There's a door at the end of this hallway, maybe 15 feet away from you, and another one set in the middle of the wall on your right. Along the left side of this hallway is a row of cloaks, coats, and boots. Do the boots look in my size? No, they do not. Actually, I don't know what your <laughs> size is. How big is Thomas? He's uh, about average height and build. What's your strength and constitution? 16 and 14. So, again, you're on the larger side of things. No one would pick a fight with you at a bar, though you would probably do plenty of fight picking yourself. Uh, so, no, <laughs> I'm going to say that all of these boots look a little too small for you. All right. Actually, there are several sets of boots that look a little too small for you. There are several sets of boots and shoes that look much too small for you. All right. Now that I'm in the house, I'm going to sneak down the hallway. I'm going to start, like, stealthily going through it. Okay. Uh, 25. Okay. There's a door in front of you and a door to your right. I'm going to crack open the... Are there any, like, locks on the doors, like keyholes? Not that you can see, no. All right, then I'm going to crack one of the doors open slowly on the right side. So the one on the right side, as you open it up, just a little bit, you see a room which is unlit, but still fairly bright owing to several windows set near the top of the wall. It's hard to say exactly what this room is for. There are low wooden benches ringing it on three sides and a brazier full of coals 
in the middle. Other than that, it gives no indication of its purpose. All right, I'm going to go to the room on the left. So the room at the end of the hallway, as you crack that open, you see a much larger room, and this one is lit. The first thing that you see looks like a, a kitchen area. You see a high table with high stools set around it and a bowl of fruit on it. And then if you continue opening the door, eventually you see an area that looks fairly well dedicated to lounging. The windows there are larger. The area is brighter. There's a fireplace and several couches and lounge chairs. And as you continue, you next see a spiral staircase going up to parts unknown. And then as you finish opening that door, you finally see a continuation, really, of the hallway you're on with two more doors, both off to your right. All right, so the front door, I'm going to put a bear trap in front of it. Like, on the inside. Okay. I'm going to set it. Okay, it is set. All right, now I'm going to continue up the staircase. So you go up the staircase, and it brings you to a low-ceiling, sort of peaked room, where you can stand up to your full height in the middle, and on the edges, you have to crouch down just a bit. And there are... Several beds here, several chests, a window at either ends of the room, because it is a sort of long, stretched-out room. And that's about it. Some, some crates of things. It looks like this is a storage or overflow sleeping area. All right. You said there's how many chests? Uh, up here, there are four beds, and at the foot of each bed, there is one chest. And then at the far end, there are three large they look more like crates than chests and a barrel how big are the beds they are like a twin bed each one all right set up dormitory style so two on one wall two on the other facing each other all right and is that all that's in the room is there any other doorways or anything there are no more doors this is an attic gotcha right, i'm gonna open up the chests or try to they are unlocked and in each one, there are bed linens, which all look handmade and uniquely embroidered around the edges and on the pillowcases. And with very warm looking home woven wool blankets, thick wool blankets. All right. Were there any other doorways on the uh, main floor? Yes, there were two on the hallway that continued that sort of entry hallway. And... As you walked through that room, uh, you walked past the, the high table, you saw off to your left in the corner of the house that you couldn't see from where you were peeking through a door. Uh, that's the, the kitchen area where there is a large table for working, a large basin for water, and another fireplace. And next to that fireplace is another door which when you come down that spiral staircase again, you see is immediately next to the first door that you came in. So in this area, there are three unchecked doors. All right, I'm going to go back to the group. I'm going to make sure to like disarm the bear trap Okay. before I walk. Are you taking it with you? I'm going to disarm it, and then like before I leave the house, I'm going to arm it again and close the door. Okay. You go back to the group uneventfully. 
I'm walking up to like the main center of the farm, I guess, as you're coming out of the house. Is Draman coming with me or is he? If chill? you're going, then I I'm gonna follow you at this point. Alright, so couldn't find anything. The rougher looking house is like some little workshop. Uh nothing really interesting in there. There's the barn, there's nothing in the barn, there's a hayloft. And then the, there's the chicken pen, of course, there's chickens. And before you go in the house, just let me know so I can uh, get rid of the bear traps that I put in there. You put down bear traps? What? Yeah. You have bear traps? Yeah. They're bears? No, they're for people. That's horrible. Well, I don't like getting, like, so up they're people on. traps. Yeah. They work on bears, they work on people. Oh my god. I think deep down you knew this about him, Drummond. I yeah, I probably did. That's that's accurate. That's that's probably an accurate statement. But still yikes, dude. I mean they also work for deer if you wanna get a cleaner conscience of that. You didn't find anything else though? Um, they got some food on a table and it look this kind of looks like an outpost more than a house. It almost looks like a guard place. Was the food warm? I didn't check the food. I wanted to clear out most of the house. Before. That's so unlike you to not check the food. But I didn't check all the rooms, but... You just said you cleared the house. I said I cleared most of it. You want to go in and finish clearing it? I mean, that's why I got you guys. All right. Whoa. Just let me go in first to get whoa, rid of the bear trap. Whoa, now. Whoa, now. Draman, do you want to sit on the front porch? Draman, if you come in, I got a nice shiny axe for you that I found. I have a warhammer. I don't want an axe. You want food? I got warm food. They got little... some chickens. You can cook up some chickens and eggs. <laughs> I don't have the same magnetic draw to <laughs> eggs that you do. I don't need protein. <laughs> you sure all that muscle you got? Yeah, it's like you'd be the one that's like, where's my protein shake? <laughs> if anyone needs protein, it's Drummond. I, um... Yeah, lead the way. Let's go inside, I guess. All right, I'm going to go in first and uh, disable the bear trap. It is done. Once everyone walks by me, I'm going to arm it again. Close the door. All right, Thomas. Go for it. I'm right behind you. We're going to walk down the hallway, and it's the second room on the right. So you're going back into that main room. There are two doors on your right, a close one and a far one. Close one. You're going into the close one. You open the door. This room is unlit. In the center of this room, you see a large bed, about a queen bed in size is what it would translate to, and it has canopy that is hung with delicate drapery, and on the left wall as you go in, there's this great big wardrobe that's closed and looks just positively ancient. And on the right side, there's a small vanity, and on the far side, across the room from where you entered, there are several sizable windows, all with, again, nice light drapery. The bed is made, and the vanity is clear of objects. Are you sure this is an outpost? I thought it was when I saw, like, almost a dormitory upstairs. I guess we're just robbing someone's house. Not complaining either way. We haven't taken anything. Yeah, who said anything about robbing this? Yo, I'm sorry, slip of the tongue. <laughs> it's usually Thomas, that usually what happens when you... we invade someone's house so it's not a robbery it's just a burglary burglary <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. laughs> burger man we're robbing it <laughs> we're just uh vandalizing someone's house burglarizing burglar 
Okay. <laughs> My man can't say Hamblurgler. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, strong. I'm having a strong. John Bond names the James. Call the Bondulas. Right. So, we're not robbing this house. We're just uh, say it. <laughs> Burglarizing it. <laughs> Burglarizing it. Burglarizing it. <laughs> we're burgling the house. So just say you're robbing. No, we're not robbing the house. We're just it's fine. Uh, we don't care. We don't have to label it. We just have to move on. All right. All right so we're going to go to the next room. I like to imagine that in canon, you stopped and had the conversation about the word burglarizing. I think we did. Yeah. That happened. I think so. Anyway, what are you doing next? Go into the farthest room. Okay. You open up this door. It too is unlocked. It too opens onto an unlit room, another bedroom. This bed is even larger it again is canopied though the drapery is less fine and more practical for cold winter nights up in the mountains it has three windows on the opposing wall and in addition to a sort of large bench vanity and a large wardrobe of its own there is another door in this room it is on the wall to your left i'm gonna go in that room this door is locked I'm going to break out the trusty woodsman axe and chop it down. Okay. Did we just go from zero to shining <laughs> immediately? Is that... Well, I mean, I, I, mean, don't, have, I don't have anything. Here's Tommy. <laughs> I don't have anything to, like, lockpick the doors. I thought you had a crowbar. You're a rogue. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> Who thinks yeah. he's a monk? I don't have... Monks don't I think pot, you got the pick. definition of the rogue that I am wrong. Yeah, weird. Yeah, does, yeah, Thomas doesn't really look like the guy that carries the lock-picking tools. I don't really know what you look like. Concerning. Yeah. Have you ever seen any movie with, like, a British thug in it? That's, just like, like a covered hood? in tattoos? It's pretty much just what Thomas looks like. That's what I imagine. You got tats? Yeah, but he has them covered up. Anyway. So, that doesn't... <laughs> I guess you, you can't see them at the moment. So, you are taking an axe to this door. Yeah. Roll damage. Uh, that would be a D8 plus strength. Six. That's a big a big gouge right in the center of the door. It is, however, a thick door, and it doesn't get all the way through. How long are you going to keep at this? Until I can see in the room. How many C's thick is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> when Thomas I don't gets... know if I'm more disappointed in you for making the joke or me for how long it took to get it. <laughs> I was like, both. why could, is he measuring be, in centimeters? You could be in both. You have both. Why is he measuring in centimeters? <laughs> anyway. Okay, DM. You're, you're several chops into this. And you're taking out big chunks every time. And you've gotten to the point where there is actually a hole in the center of the door. But everything on the other side is darkness. So you can't make out anything that's in there if you put your eye up to the hole. And as you're doing that, you hear behind you the sound of a bear trap being set off and snapping a piece of wood. Bear trap, everyone. It's like trap at the door went off. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. It's like, guys, there's someone at the door. All right. Okay. What are we going to do? I'm going to crouch down and just ready let, a firebolt. It's like, just letting you know they're probably already hostile because someone just stepped in that. I'm going to set another bear trap in this room. 
Okay. It's set. I ready it's a gonna be like so if the Okay. Your firebolt is triggered to what occurring? If they attack. If who attacks? Anybody attacks. If anybody attacks. I am letting go. At the person who attacks. Yes. Okay. Even if it's Thomas. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Alright. I'm gonna open up the door and just kind of like poke my head out in the hallway to see what's happening. I will resolve that in just a moment. Draman, what are you doing? Your friend Freddy's hands are currently engulfed in flame and Sorry, Thomas not trying to show off. Is yeah. just laid down another bear trap and is peeking out of a door. Uh, a door that opens into the room that you're currently in, by the way. <clears throat> I'm gonna I guess half heartedly raise my shield. Okay. And stand there. Good to know. Right about at the same time that you start peeking out of this door, Thomas. So, uh, a voice calls out, a decidedly feminine voice, in the language that you remember the three strangers using. Oh, crap. Her voice is tinged with uncertainty, but as though she is speaking to someone. Someone that she doesn't see. And, Thomas, as you peek out, you do see a woman at the end of this hallway with a stick in the jaws of that bear trap. And the stick is completely broken now. And she's looking in your direction. And she's calling out. It's unknown whether she sees you or not, but she's there. She is like those strangers were. Very pale complexion, delicate features. A little bit smaller in size and stature, though. All right, I'm going to peek my head back, or close the door, back room, so we got another foreigner. Yeah, I heard her. Yeah, so what are we Does she do? look strong? Not really, but do we want to take the chance, or do we want to just toast them? Did the no. other guys look strong? We are not toasting her. I mean, we can't speak the language, and they did set off a bear trap yes. that I placed, so... But we can try to work our way out of this. Or we can take a look in the room first, and then we can... Okay, how about you take a look in the room. Can you cast light in there? Sure. All right, awesome. I'm going to kind of snap my fingers, and a light bulb appears above it, and I just kind of float it into the room. I like how every time you cast light, it's different. He's it really just showing off now. He's so, like, hey, look, hey, Draman, look. <laughs> And I'm a sorcerer, right? It does different stuff all the time because I never learned how to do it the right way. <laughs> the ball of light goes through that small hole in the door and into whatever room lays beyond, which you see is pretty small, maybe around five, seven feet on a side and ringed on three sides with clothes and very fine looking cloaks and other garments, more shoes on the ground, hats up above boxes scattered about you want to check the boxes no the door's locked still you only cast light through the hole that i cut in the door with the axe oh yeah yeah we went through the little gotcha hole. i did not get that all right so votes for freddy to go talk to the stranger yeah i'll go do it I, you can't talk to her you can only gesture yeah oh i'm gonna sign language the crap out of she this. doesn't know sign language Neither do I, so we'll be all right. <laughs> but I mean, it's like either we can't have Mopey Draman go talk to him. So he'll I'll, probably just end up like trying to get him depressed. Draman, stay here. Thomas, keep working on the door. Yeah, you're right. I'll be right back. 
I'm going to extinguish my hands so the flames just kind of disappear from around my hands. And I'm going to raise my hands way up above my head and kind of like sideways peek out of the door with my hands out first and then my head in between just Uh, so she can see me. She sees you and upon her face is a look of puzzlement and she puts both of her hands up and waves them too. I'm going to fully step out of the door (laughs) and keep my hands up walking towards her with the look of like I'm not here to fight. Again, look of puzzlement and she starts speaking to you fast and flowingly in this in this language of hers. I'm going to say something in my language. Just saying, hey, I don't speak that. Hoping that she understands that I don't, like, I speak something different than she does. She stops immediately and looks very confused. And she starts speaking again, but, like, in shorter bursts. And she says something. Like she's scolding me? That could have been a question. And then she says something that could be another question. And then she just seems a little excited. Oh, boy. Excited in a good way or bad way? In in a cool way. In a cool way? And she asks you a, another question. Maybe. I'll shrug my shoulders. <laughs> and, like, put my hands up like Donkey Kong. Like, Freddy, ah. the communication's extraordinaire. <laughs> Get a and sign she... language the shit out of us. <laughs> so, so far we got... And and she's she knows exactly what you're talking about now. And she goes to step in your direction when her foot brushes the bear trap in her hallway. And she it's almost like you can see her remember that that's a thing. And she looks at it and she goes and she picks it up and she's holding it at you. And now just... I point Very to confused. it. I point to it and shake my head no and point to me. And she points at herself and she holds it up and she shakes her own head. And then she like she holds one of the cloaks and she points at herself and she nods her head. As in she lives here. But the bear trap <laughs> it's not her. Shakes head. <laughs> she points at you, she nods head. <laughs> She knows what's up. She knows exactly what's up. And now you know she knows what's up. And now she knows you know she knows what's up. I'm going to very gently put my hands down. She seems completely unconcerned about the status of your hands. Okay, just me. I'm taking precautions here. No, no, that's taking precautions. That's good. I'm just telling you how she reacts. In this case, she doesn't. Slowly, I step towards her. Okay. And I'm going to reach out and try to take, like, grab a hold of the other end of the bear trap. She hands it to you. In a way of, like, not trying to take it. No, no, she hands it right over. She knows who this belongs to. The stranger in her house. (laughs) I'm going to take it and set it gently on the ground, still shaking my head no, and like kind of push it away like that. We're not going to worry about that. Don't worry about the fact <laughs> I just tried to cut off your foot. It's all good in the hood. She goes over and she picks up the branch that she used to trip it, <laughs> and it is just this mangled, splintered mess. And she points at it and she says something else. And it's a, it's a, brief, it's a brief speech, just a few words. Uh, you suppose do you live here this is your house and i'm gesturing around like 
is your place and point to you. And make an intelligence check. You would do great in a non-English speaking country. I really would. I got a, a one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is accurate for how I've been communicating. Um, There's a lot of hand waving. Like that's... She, she's going to take her hand and sort of just grab you by the elbow and lead you over to the table with the, the high table with the high chairs and just sort of push you in the direction of a chair. Okay. And then she's going to sit on another chair nearby and okay. drag that bowl of fruit over to right in front of you. And in it are a lot of apples and some pears and some fruits that you don't recognize. Would I be able to do a perception check on the fruit? Yeah. It's definitely fruit. I'm not going to do a perception check. What'd you get? A well, one. <laughs> what were you looking for? That's what I'm most curious about. It doesn't matter. He didn't find it. <laughs> like he couldn't even find just... the bowl of fruit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you had gotten a 20, what did you want me to say about it? Well, it's apples and pears. I didn't know if it was like poisoned or if it had like magical properties to it. or I didn't know. Oh, You said there's fruit in there that I haven't seen before. Yeah, there is fruit that you haven't seen before. And you don't know anything about that. And just a light glance at it wouldn't really tell you much anyway. So that would have been either detect magic, the spell, detect poison, the spell. Oh, I don't have those. Or maybe an incredibly high investigation roll. Gotcha. Well, anyway, I'm going to sit down in the seat that she gestured for me, or kind of forcefully put me in. There was no force behind it. She just pushed you in the direction. Uh, she made it clear, like, why don't you sit down? I'll sit down. I'll reach out and grab a pear. Since it's a fruit I'm familiar with, don't want to try any of the new crazy stuff. And she grabs a pear as well, and she says a word. She points at it, and she says that word again. I will try to say that word. Eh, you come close. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I haven't invented a new language yet for this. <laughs> I didn't think I'd have to, but here we are. Anyway. <laughs> you should know by now, Sean. <laughs> Brent's going to learn how to speak. That's our tagline. Freddie's gonna learn a new language, whether you want him to or not. To invent a new language, though. Freddie's gonna learn Elvish tonight. That should be your hey, tagline. Hey, Sean, I didn't think I was gonna have to do this. All right. <laughs> so she she points to the pair and she says the word for pair. <laughs> I'm gonna try to say it again. All right, and she nods and then she starts eating her pair. I'm going to smile back and nod my head vigorously like, yeah, I got it. And I'll take a bite of the pear too. Drummond and Thomas, you are hiding in a bedroom <laughs> while all of this goes on. So how, long, is, how long has it been? Not very. Maybe a couple of minutes. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to set my last bear trap up. You already have one set up in the room you're in. Yeah, I need another one. So uh, you know where the door opens up? Sure. Right to the side of the door, so the door swinging open won't hit it. Mm -hmm. There's going to be another bear trap. Okay. Bear trap set up. And I'm going to get the axe ready to swing on anyone that comes in the door. Action readied. Okay. And, Drummond, you're, not, you're just moping? Does that take any specific form of moping, or are you just standing there? Well, I half-heartedly still have my shield up, but I'm kind of just, like, glancing around the room... Looking around like, oh, this is this is cool. Um, it'd be cool if I actually had armor. Yeah, this is a neat world. Okay, 
I bet the people that live here have armor. Good to know. Freddy. I you... loved that pair. It was a very good pair. As you sit and you do your best to sort of sign language, charades, talk to her, and, you know, now you know the word pair, so that's going to come in real handy when you try to explain that you're not from here and I you think just got I mugged. Forgot it already. Are we sure it's pear and not just fruit? Do we know? No, you don't. I'm pretty sure I already forgot anyway. Or maybe it's the phrase for uh, I'm an idiot, and she just taught you how to say <laughs> I'm an idiot. A few minutes later, you hear the door, the outside door open again. And then shut. And then the door into this main area opens again. And in walks a man. A man who looks very similar, but is definitely not one of the guys that you encountered earlier today. His clothing is completely different. And he smiles at the woman. She smiles at him. And they exchange a few words, some of which are clearly about you. And then she starts talking to him very fast, explaining that there's this stranger who doesn't speak language. He's eating pears in their house now. I'm waving vigorously. Hi. I like the, I also the man like how that just going to try to fail not even to mention that he has two friends hiding in a bedroom. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm earning their trust. Dude, he just learned the word for pear. He's got a little bit of time until he can form complex sentences. Pear, 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 pear. I mean, it's easy, like... The podcast world just saw all of the... Point to yourself, then sign for three, and then point to the room. I want three pears. <laughs> <laughs> I say pear and put three. <laughs> Um, he, the man, he nods, he nods, he tries saying a few words to you, none of which are pair. And then he, he starts talking to her in a little bit of a quieter tone, a little lower pitched. And he does, he gestures outside in the direction of that workshop building that Thomas had told you about. And he looks a little confused. And then they both look at you and... She she starts speaking very slowly, and it doesn't make any sense. And her she furrows her brow a bit and pauses, and then makes the makes her hands go as though she's gripping a length of something. And then she starts making a a chopping motion. I'm going to put up my finger like I I know what you're talking about. I I got it. Okay, and, and I'm gonna like put on my face like a facial expression, like a question, and the the axe motion. And she nods, and then she says something before cutting herself off, remembering that you don't understand. I point to myself mm -hmm. and put up the fingers of two. Okay, and point to the back room. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to. <laughs> gently get out of the chair like stand up move over to the door okay. and motion them to come with me okay do they come slowly but yeah yeah slowly i'm walking down the hallway okay. motioning to, to them the door. Making it's sure not that a long move. hallway but all right you get there and i know before i left that thomas threw a bear trap down so i'm going to very is the door closed yeah yeah they closed it yeah I knock with that kind of like. You two hear a knock that goes something like. 
Whoa. I'm going to look at you, Drummond. Half-heartedly shrug. Thomas, Thomas, open the door. Do not kill me. <laughs> it's like, okay. I'm going to say, just give me a second to clean up. Hey, how do we know it's you? These other people can't talk to you. I don't know that. Walk through the door and find out. <laughs> do you want me to put a piece of my toga under the door? Ah, uh, no, it's here. It's him. <laughs> it's him. No one right. else would have a toga. So don't let him in here yet. Just give me a second. All right. Pick up the bear traps. Slowly, I open the door up. And it's because I know Thomas so well, I'm just going to duck. Okay. They see the both of you, Draman and Thomas. And they start talking somewhat hurriedly between the two of them. And they gesture you to come out into the light, as it were. I throw my hands up in like a stopping motion, like it's okay. And I gesture to Thomas, and I'm like, Thomas, hand me the axe. I'm going to hand him the axe. And I present it to them. Is this what you're looking for? And the man grabs it out of your hands, and he takes it and nods his head. And he goes over and he puts it down by the door. I pat my chest as in, like, I'm sorry. You can make an intelligence roll for that. These rolls have not been kind to me. (laughs) They rarely are. Hair. Hair. <laughs> I got a 19. All right. Between your intelligence roll and their insight check, you think they got it. Uh, she pats you lightly on your shoulder, uh, but then she resumes gesturing for the two of you, Draman and Thomas, to come out of the bedroom and into the light. Come on, guys. It's okay. They have pairs. I'm following your lead, Thomas. I'm following your lead, Draman. Okay. Uh, you know, so like in RuneScape, when you both follow each other and you walk in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are just dancing yeah, in the doing, room right we're now. We're dancing. We're just, I'm just looking at you, Draman. Yeah. Like, well, what are we going to do? Guys, come on. It's it's okay. They're not going to hurt us. Come on. They got pairs. They're farmers. That you just armed. It's a woodcutting axe. It still cuts like a regular axe. Okay. I'm sure that we can take care of it. Come on. Can't spell farmer without armor. <laughs> uh i guess i will slowly walk out there but with my shield raised in front of me okay as you exit they sort of back up they give you a little space uh, it's pretty clear that you're tense and she i think that's a bit of an understatement she gestures sort of sweepingly at the at the high table she goes over there herself and she sits down and she grabs the bowl of fruit and shakes a little <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna grab a pear <laughs> And hold it up and try to say the word for pair again. Eh, you Um, you get it. (laughs) I will cautiously kind of edge, not letting my back uh, be exposed to them. So shield first, edge my way around to the table, kind of hop up on one of the chairs with my shield still up, and like reach over the shield, (laughs) grab a pair. Strawman, are you being serious right now? And pull it back behind the shield. Okay. Uh, the man comes back from sending the axe by the door, and he sits next to her, giving you plenty of space. He also sees that you're tense, <laughs> and they just start talking. Thomas, what are you doing? You still in the room, in the dark, all by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a quick look to the door that I just tried to cut down and just yeah. kind of shrug at it and then walk back into the main room and take a seat. Okay. You taking a fruit? Nope. Okay. So. They just start talking to you slowly, very slowly and continuously. 
and they offer you the fruit and they they relish Freddy's ability to say the word pear now. And as you see, the sun outside continues to go down and it gets darker out beyond the windows. She goes over to the kitchen and she starts to make some food. And he goes around the house and he starts to close the blinds. And he sets up a fire in the fireplace in the lounge. And he invites you to go move down there to continue your very one-sided conversation. And any attempts you make to speak in your own language, any attempts you make to, to sign or mime or play charades, they engage in wholeheartedly. They are curious about you and they want to understand you. Since they are engaging, I'm going to take a pair and say, like, pair and point to it, just like she did for me. And they say it. They say pair. And they kind of screw up their eyes and look funny at each other. They say it a couple of times and they laugh. And I'm just going to nod move my on. head. <laughs> I'm going to point to me mm -hmm. and say Freddy. Okay. And... When you do that, she looks aghast. She does. And she does the same symbol that you did when you were trying to say that you were sorry. She puts her <laughs> hand to her chest and she does the same, the same sorry symbol. And then she points to herself and she starts speaking. And this speech, it isn't like the sort of slow plotting conversation that they had been doing before. This is a flowing and smooth, eloquent dissertation of a speech and some parts are are fast and energetic and some parts are slow and almost melodic and it's like she's telling you an entire story and it takes about five minutes is that her name and then she gestures at you as though to make you repeat it, it she she gives you the same symbol for for or the same sign for repeat or you try that you have been, that all of you have been using this night so far. I'll try the first two words because that's all I can remember. Uh, you, and she, she thinks for a minute and then she points back at herself and she repeats the last syllable that she said. And that was Lynn. I'll point to her and say Lynn. And she kind of chuckles, but yeah, Lynn. And then the man starts, and he, too, has about a five-minute story. And some parts of it are actually seem very similar to parts of her story. But it, but it goes on and on and on, and there are the same ups and downs, and, and there's a flow to it. And at the end, he gestures to you guys to repeat it, and then she kind of just gives him a smack. <laughs> and then she points at him and says, run run pointing at him and he sighs and says no when run they say run i could just kind of like stand up real quickly <laughs> you're like look around thomas it's okay i point to thomas and i say thomas 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 i shake my head yes i shake thomas. my head no thomas thomas Tom. thomas thomas tom ass mas <laughs> mas Mas. And I, I shake my head like yes, and I say the word yes. Yes. Tom, yes. Tom, <laughs> Tom, yes. Thomas, yes. Thomas, yes. Thomas, yes. That's your name now. Close Thomas. Enough. 
Thomas. Thomas. And then I point to my head shaking. Yes. Freddy, yes. Thomas, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dramen. Dramen? Dramen, yes. Dramen, yes. Yes. Dramen, yes. Thomas, yes. <laughs> Freddy, yes. Lynn, Lynn, run. Run. Yes. <laughs> Lynn, yes. <laughs> run, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We are confusing and the crap. It's a term of seniority. It's like sand. Yes. Lin San. Lin, yes. And she's she's happy. And he's pretty excited too. He's still getting used to being called Run, of course. But shortly she finishes dinner and she puts it on the on the table. And this is the polar opposite of the last meal you ate several days ago. It is an overflowing food and and free-flowing wine. It is a very small tray. And on it, there's, for each one of you, about one leg's worth of rabbit and some steamed vegetables and a piece of dark bread and a few pieces of fruit. And on one corner of the tray, there is a pot. And another corner of the tray, there is a cup full of water. And it is a, a very simple fare for you all. But she lays it out at the table and invites you to return from the lounge and share dinner with them. I put my hand up to my chin and then pull it away in the sign of, like, thank you. And I don't know if they know that, but say the I try that. It. And I say thank you. Make an intelligence check. Yikes. How forcefully do you do it? I do it pretty forcefully, and then I will add, like, my hands together. Nine. You can see she's uncertain, but she's going to roll with it. And when you sit down to eat this meal it is simple but it is quite tasty and when you open that little pot it's just pure golden honey in there and the cup of water is cold fresh water and everything is very satisfying and it is a wonderful and happy meal confusing in terms of conversation but <laughs> but a happy meal yeah and when the night has grown late and you are all tired they show you upstairs to the, the attic room where there are four beds and they gesture at you and then they gesture at the beds and then they leave. They go back down the stairs and you hear a door shut or a door open and then shut. And then you hear, you do hear a series of like louder, faster not happy conversations and then the opening and shutting repeatedly of a door and then the slamming of a door that same door but she calms him down run is not happy no run is <laughs> not run, run yes run no <laughs> run is not particularly Lynn, yes happy. run no <laughs> and it is nighttime it is dark and it goes quiet well who's staying up first i mean take three shifts i mean they're nice and all but i don't think no, Thomas does not trust at all. <laughs> I'm already asleep. Okay. You go straight to sleep. Well, it's a very comfortable bed. I'm um, exhausted. There are all the bed clothes you would need in the chest. Uh, Lynn opened it up and showed you how to make a bed. She didn't know if you had beds where you were from. Um, Aww, she's nice. <laughs> Lynn, yes. <laughs> Lynn, yes. And... It's it's very comfortable. You've been walking around with two stab wounds in you for half a day. You managed to hide them pretty well from your hosts, but you fall asleep 
like that. Thomas, I guess you're first. So which way does the door open up? There's no door. There's just an open staircase that leads down. All right. Yeah, so yeah, I'll take first watch. All right. I'll crash in another bed. It is also very comfortable. And you, still reeling from the after effects of whatever was going on with those swords that, that spread their ache through your entire body, you too fall asleep very quickly. I'm going to sneak downstairs and uh, take my bear trap back. Yeah, it was just sitting on the floor next to the door. Right. Uh, no one stops you. Uh, the magic lanterns are all out now. But you go down, you find it no problem. You bring it back upstairs. I'm going to set all three of them in like a circle around the top. And I'm going to go to sleep. You're going to go to sleep? Yep. All right. Cool. You had one job. That's what bear traps are for. everybody thank you so much for listening to episode eight and welcome to the end of episode eight where i announce the winners for our swag contest uh, congratulations to users ezzy 2 turnt and skelly art bomb we'll get you your shirts as soon as possible i also want to give a shout out to everyone else who participated in the contest we love you and your participation really does help us finally iTunes user Outer Banks Music Lover, which I hope is what that's supposed to be. Thanks for leaving us that great iTunes review. Everyone else, don't forget to tune in next week, which we're going to be doing a little bit differently. I figure that our nights are, well, they're due some R&R at this point. So we're going to do three mini episodes, one Wednesday, one Thursday, and one Friday, where we check in with them as they recuperate from the rough time they've been having. And until then, that's all from me. Bye.